Hey guys, welcome back to another Teen You Are Enough episode. This month's episode is, you guessed it, a Q&A and testimony. And I have my good friend, Morgan Rierick, on. And um, I am so excited for you guys to hear her testimony. Of course, it'll be awesome just like the rest of them. And so uh, as we continue on, I have my good friend, Morgan. Hey, girl. Okay, I'm just going to share. Last week, I went to Bold Conference for the first time. It was super sweet. Yes, it was I enjoyed amazing. it so much. And I was just going to share. God really moved in my life. It was a pivotal moment in my life. So I'm just going to share what God has taught me from that. What God really taught me over this time is wait on God. He will always show up, even when you don't believe it. He's a faithful God, and He's a good God. So during, during the bus ride there, I was reading through a verse that I've read like over a million times. It's Isaiah 40, 31. It's those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And I've read it like over a million times. It's like, God, why did you call me to this verse? Like, why did you draw me to this verse again? I was just kind of confused. But going into bold, I was hungry for God. Like I had recently like had a dry season in my life. I just like felt like, God, like, where are you? Like, God, I want to encounter you in new ways. Like, God, like, I want to know who you are. So going into Bold, I kind of like just had that expectation. I was like, God, I want to meet you. I want to encounter you. And so, yeah, that's how it all started. And going into Bold, it was a seven-day conference or a seven-day, it was a seven-day trip. Seven-day trip, three-day conference. Three-day conference. And then we had like a little retreat at the end for our church. We started going to that, and the first three days, like, everybody's sharing their stories of breakthrough and, like, how God was moving their life. I was just kind of like, I really haven't encountered God yet. And so I just kind of felt, like, at first, I just kind of felt, like, kind of, like, left out. I just kind of, like, felt, like, I kind of doubted, like, what God would do, or I kind of doubted that he was going to show up in my life. And it just kind of left me feeling a little hopeless. And especially after seven people prayed for me, and there's still no breakthrough and I was just kind of like god like where are you like this is kind of mean like I was like I really haven't encountered you yet I was like I sort of like just kind of feel like in doubt of what you're gonna do but I just remembered like through it all like it's not what god is going to do in our life but what god has already done and what he like he paid the ultimate sacrifice on the cross so I choose joy whether or not he shows up for me because it's all it's about what he already did and I have faith because of what he already did, not about what he's going to do. So one thing I wrote down in my journal is whether or not God shows up has no bearing on the fact that God is good. And so that's just evident in my life. But yeah. I waited, it was the very last day of the conference, actually, <laughs> the very last night, like probably like at 7 p.m. I was just kind of like, kind of like, all right, like maybe God's not gonna show up. Like, I don't care at this point. Like, God, you're still good. I should have been praying, like I was praying over this verse, like ask, and you shall receive, seek, and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. I was like, God, I just pray, like, help answer my prayers, Lord. Like, I want a breakthrough in my life. And so that night, he literally, like, broke me. And it was insane. Like, I just, like, could hear, like, my heart was beating super fast. Like, I was crying. Like, I was breathing extremely hard. Like, I encountered the presence of God. And initially, he showed me a courtroom, and I was sitting in the courtroom, and I was getting ready to go to jail. <laughs> kind of funny, <laughs> but... And there was a million people like up on the witness stand like I was sitting like at a desk and there was a million people like up at the witness stand like the wit like the room the like courtroom was filled with like millions of people like who were putting like judgment on me who were accusing me of things I just felt really helpless where I was at and I just heard the voice of the Lord like saying leave and he, it showed he showed me an image like of a father like 
hugging his child. Like, I, like, ran out the door, like, of the courtroom. He has showed me an image of me, like, hugging him. And he said, I love you. Before I could even, like, get out a word of what all I had done, what all I had done in my past, or all these, like, things that I was just, like, not pleased with. He just said, I love you. And after that, he showed me, he showed me a small bit of my childhood. Like, he had showed me this picture. I was driving. He showed me this vision. I was driving, like, a little pink Jeep that I had when I was a little kid. And he's like, I loved you then. And then he showed me where I was in the courtroom. And he's like, I love you now. And he's like, I also love you in the future. And he had shown me an image of me going to like YWAM and me committing to be a full-time missionary. He's like, I will love you then. And I will provide for you then. So my testimony really has just like taught me, like going back to the verse, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And it definitely has taught me like God is going to show up. Like no matter what, he's a faithful God. And definitely, like, throughout that whole thing, like, you really, like, learn, like, to, like, lean on God. Like, to just not trust, just not lean on, like, your own understanding of who God is. Or, like, even this verse I was reading the other day, like, his peace surpasses, like, our understanding. Like, even, like, when our mind is, like, God's not going to show up, like, in my heart. Like, down below the surface is, like, but I know God is. Like, I know. I've read Mm -hmm. about, like, I've read the scripture. Like, I've read stories. And I've seen him do it once. I believe he can do it again. So I just feel like that's part of my testimony is God is going to show up, but you have to wait on him. And he definitely like restores your heart and he definitely like chips away at your heart and breaks things off and he refines your heart through that whole process. So it's really neat. I love that. Are you ready for, I to pull them up. But are you ready to answer the four famous questions that everybody who comes and shares yes. their testimony Sweet. has to answer? Usually we do it in the beginning, but that's totally fine that we change it up. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of nice we change it yeah, up. Okay. Question one. Two of them are like secular questions and two of them are Christian questions. Got it. Got it. Okay. Where do you wish to live one day? Like different country, different state, different city, different whatever. I don't know. Well, I already mentioned I want to be a missionary someday. Mm-hmm. But like if it was my choice of where I wanted to live if when I grew up. It was your choice. This I think you. I would go to Hawaii, honestly. <laughs> I love Hawaii. I've wanted to go there since I was a little kid. So. Yeah, that would be cool yeah. to visit and live in or yep. Okay, question two is what do you often like talking about? What is your go to conversation piece that either you start with a friend or you say to like a stranger it could be either you could either you could give one for what you go to when it's a friend and then one that you go to with a stranger whatever you want to do I don't know I play my favorite thing to do like definitely when talking with friends it definitely goes a little deeper like just kind of like how you've been like sincerely like what is up like just kind Mm -hmm. of like honestly like genuinely curious like Mm -hmm. about like what's God like moving in your life like how has he like tested your faith like what is he really doing yeah like with random people like when I'm just like starting a conversation with people usually it's about like sports skiing or playing outside nice yes (laughs) nice Yep. Can you tell she's an outdoorsy person? <laughs> I don't think we could. No, no, we couldn't, we couldn't at all. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, next question. These are the two Christian questions. Who in the Bible would you like to meet when you get to heaven? Not Jesus. Um, Somebody but Jesus. Definitely Paul. I get that I a lot. Know. It's like definitely like a really cool story. Like when we were at the conference, like even one of the speakers had talked about it. Andy Bird had talked about it. About just like his, how like how like just kind of like where all he had been, yeah. just kind of his story and like 
how he just had such like utter faith and I think that'd be really mm-hmm. cool to have a conversation for you just be like how like how did you have that much faith? how did you get shipwrecked three times yes, and like, how, how did, did you, you keep how going did you get, like, how, did you, how did you honestly like keep going like yeah and then getting you know man, all that sort of stuff such was crazy fun. yeah yes. yeah yeah especially from his past oh yeah he no was, he was a killer of Christians from Saul so Paul. you know yeah yes. <laughs> from Damascus yeah yeah okay last question is what will you say to... This is very vague, yes. by the way. Uh-huh. What will you say to Jesus when you meet him face-to-face in heaven? I... It's kind of a hard question. That's why and, I say it's vague. Um, I don't know. There's definitely a lot of things I would ask. Or just... I don't know. Huh. Sorry. No, you're fine. I don't know. I've always wondered... It's kind of a funny question that people like, always ask when they're younger. Like, do dogs and cats go to heaven? <laughs> it's kind of like not even like a serious question, uh-huh. but like you know, a lot of little kids. Ask. Why not? Uh-huh. You know, like I've never had a pet, but I'm just like utterly curious. Like maybe, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Well, guys, I hope that this encouraged you. I hope this was another encouraging. Um, testimony and Q&A for this week. It's now testimony and Q&A for this month. Um, not this week, but this month. Um, it's nice to switch it up randomly, which is totally <laughs> fine. Totally fine to switch it up once in a while. But Morgan, it was so nice having you on the podcast episode for this month. It was just fantastic. You are so awesome. Guys, Morgan is amazing. <laughs> She's awesome. If you, like, ever were to meet her, like, you're in for a treat. Like, she's just amazing. She's one of those people that, when you see her, you you can't stop but laugh and giggle and smile. <laughs> she's literally sitting with me. Oh, and, like, this is the first time I had somebody in person with me for a podcast episode, which is really fun. But she's sitting here with me, and she is giggling it up. So, guys, I hope, once again, that... The Lord encouraged you and um, that you got something from this message. My whole goal with um, having people, having my friends on, sharing their testimonies is to encourage others and lift and um, lift people up. Whether you're a believer listening or a non-believer um, listening and just trying to figure out what this whole Christianity thing's all about and is God real, is Jesus real, um, I really hope that either whatever one, either if you're, whether you're a non-believer or a believer, that you got something out of this. So, um, I cannot wait to, um, see you guys next month and I hope everything, um, you guys have a great, great month. Um, and I can't wait for next month. Bye.